Chapter One. It is said you never forget your first love. Turning forty, looking thirty, March Morgan didn't have anything to forget. Finally, the years and disillusionment had eroded her youthful vows. She'd been married, but she'd never really been in love. As a girl, she'd argued passionately with her cynical friends about the existence of true love. She'd fended off her mother's sensible advice to lower her standards, survived unscathed into her mid-twenties when the biological clock and Paul's crooked grin enticed her to take a walk down the aisle. The end of her marriage happened as fast as their whirlwind courtship. One summer evening, long-lost determination whispered into her ear. Standing at the sink washing dishes, March gazed out the window. At the stars, and her heart made the decision. She had two sons and a husband. That the boys were Pauls from a previous marriage didn't matter. March loved them. Paul was content with their life. Both had good jobs. March as a contract administrator for an oil company. Paul a senior systems analyst. But she felt trapped. The day-to-day -day reality of cooking, cleaning. Working full time and sleeping with a man she no longer loved had worn her dreams thin. In an essay on man, Alexander Pope had written, "Hope springs eternal in the human breast." Because of the boys, she tried hard to ignore the whisperings of hope, but her belief in passion and undying love betrayed her. That night, she asked Paul for a divorce. Two months later, she strode from a divorce court into the August sunshine, feeling guilty but relieved. Needless to say, Michael and Paul Junior had elected to live with their father. She regretted losing them, but few other doubts pursued her through the revolving doors. A cloud floated across the sun, darkening the day, and the full realization of what she'd done stopped her in her tracks. She'd given up everything for a dream. Knuckles white, she gripped the rail, her heart thudding. Passers-by tossed her curious looks. Fear of the future held her motionless. As the summer sun broke from behind the clouds, any hesitation fled. I'm free. On the courthouse steps, she surveyed her new world. A man with long, softly wavy hair smiled at her. He was darkly handsome, but ten years younger than she. Her fingers itched to glide through his black mane. March studied the men her age, most of them balding and sporting beer bellies. Her spirits sank. How was she to find her soulmate in this selection? So it was a miracle, really, to find that fantasy existed. On the last page of a glossy woman's journal, waiting as one always did in a doctor's office, March thumbed through a magazine. A small display ad in the classifieds caught her eye. Actually, the miniature of a beautiful man with long hair freed the caged romantic. He looked like a hero in a romance novel. Mayfair Electronics Limited, in black and white, offered love for sale. The London firm claimed to have engineered sentient androids indistinguishable from humans. She glanced around the waiting room. 
None of the other women were watching. Feeling foolish, she ripped the advertisement from the magazine and quickly stuffed the shiny secret into her handbag. The doctor drew blood, March's worst nightmare, took the ritual slice of flesh for a biopsy, and sent her home with the promise they'd phone with the results. She was worried about the biopsy, but as a summer breeze whipped her hair, a feeling of peace warmed her. She was alone, but she was happy. A strange excitement quivered inside March. Should she follow duty and go to work, or follow her heart and go home? On the fifteen-minute drive to work, she tried not to envision her own version of the handsome android, but her reckless friend Hope fed her images of a tall, blonde beauty.